That's awesome. The way that you did her voice sounds like some old witch off an old movie. You can play the violin. <laughs> I am here with Top House, the one and only folk band that I know of from Montana. <laughs> are awesome. Uh, they just dropped a new single last Friday. It's it's just such a great song, and all of your guys' music is phenomenal. Um, I just want to thank you guys for coming on and hanging out with me. What's up, guys? Absolutely. Thanks, yeah, thanks for, for having us on. <laughs> yeah. So let's start by each one of you introducing yourselves and telling me a little bit about you guys sure yeah so uh we're top house uh from montana we live in tennessee right now uh four of us uh, only three of us here right now i'm joseph you know william and jesse uh, and then andy is member four he's not here um i don't know like i mean there's probably a you know more we could say but i mean basically we just play music and <laughs> have a good time with it you know <laughs> that's awesome so. so you guys did just come out with a new single tell me about the songwriting process and the song itself yeah it's um it was cool because it was it was originally sort of the brainchild of andy the guy who's not here he plays keys and he you know, he was just kind of messing around on Logic, Logic Pro is the program we use. And um, he came up with this cool little thing and, and, you know, long story short, we each sort of added a chunk to it as it went. I remember at one point for lyrics, we just went into separate rooms and everybody wrote separate things. And then we reconvened like 20 minutes later. <laughs> and then it, it was just kind of a fun way to, to sort of introduce Andy to the band, but also do it with the with the song everybody gets a piece of all right do you guys do a lot of songwriting like that where you kind of chunk up the song into different pieces or what's your normal songwriting process like it seems increasingly we're doing that but usually um joe jesse to a lesser extent myself will sometimes come with just fully complete songs okay yeah. and when you guys write a song do you kind of go through and write all the music and all the lyrics at once or do you kind of put the lyrics out there and fit music to it or have music ready and fit the lyrics to it what's your guys' kind of practice I feel like it's really you know and this is something that I feel like most musicians will probably say but it's it's really song by song mm -hmm. you know it's hard to like it's hard to really pinpoint like an actual uh, method or you know like one way that, I, that all of them are done um Cause sometimes it'll just like both both will come at the exact same time like music and lyrics like you're just sitting there jamming and lyrics pop in your head and it's like everything happens together uh i guess in my experience other times it's like i'll have a cool riff or musical like melody or something that just like sticks with me forever and then i just eventually write lyrics to it or i don't know sometimes it's like there's a topic or there are lyrics that i have in mind and then I just kind of have to wait for like the music to come <laughs> um so yeah it's a little bit of everything yeah I'm gonna make that sound stop uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah. so you guys are in Nashville right now but tell me a little bit about how you guys all got together and how the band kind of all came together 
So it originally started in Missoula, Montana, where William and myself were going to the university. And we met through a mutual friend. We kind of just started jamming. We each grew up playing music separately. But we just started jamming, improvising stuff. And um, eventually we would take it downtown Missoula to a parking garage just because we liked how cool it sounded in there. <laughs> yeah, the reverb was legit. The reverb was very <laughs> cool. And um, William kept saying, I have this guy from from Butte. That's where he's from, Butte, Montana. I have this guy from Butte that sings. And maybe he could join the band. And I was like, never. We'll never have that. <laughs> no. But... Um, so, so Joe came, that's Joe, and he came to Missoula and we just kind of picked it up from there, playing around locally, doing, you know, weddings and breweries and just kind of whatever you can. Farmers markets, a lot of farmers markets. Oh, yeah. And then we all, after some time in Missoula, we all gave it a go for moving to Nashville to see what could happen. And then that's when Andy, who was a childhood friend of these two, um, also moved to Nashville. He was down in Arizona doing teaching or some some way less cool thing than playing <laughs> music in Nashville. So, so yeah, Andy came to Nashville and it was just sort of a natural fit. I don't know if we'd have, I feel like this is the complete version of Top House. I don't know if we would ever have anybody else join or if one of us like quits or dies for whatever reason, that'll be at some other, some other band, so. Yeah. 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 Well, we- Sorry, quick version, yeah. (laughs) Well, you guys do have a super unique sound, and you guys did release an album full of Celtic folk music, um, and that was really cool. Tell me about how that kind of came to be. That that was pretty cool. So when we lived in when we lived in Montana, we uh, I think Jesse probably did you come like put the first Irish song in the set list. I don't know who the original person was to want to do Irish music, but we had like one Irish song that we did. I don't remember what it was. It 500 miles. It, it, it might have been 500 miles, but me and you also learned a long time ago, like very first Top House set. Um, Will You Go? Yeah. Will You oh, Go? Last you go. What, oh, yeah, Wild uh, Mountain. Wild Mountain. Except it was in D, which yeah. is, doesn't matter at all. So <laughs> Everything's but, changed uh, so much. <laughs> we play it in E now. <laughs> um, but no, we had like, yeah, we had like one or two Irish songs that we would play in sets and uh, just kind of for fun. And we were playing a gig once and uh, there was a lady there who happened to be the like coordinator or director of a local Celtic festival, and she was like, "Oh, y'all play." She didn't say y'all because we were, you know, weren't in Nashville at that time. Right. <laughs> so you guys play Irish music. Like, do you guys want to be in the Celtic festival this year? And we were like, "Sure thing. Yeah, let's let's do it." And, uh, and then she left, and we went home, and we were like, "All right, guys, we gotta we gotta learn some more Irish songs." Learn more than one <laughs> Irish song. So, um, so yeah, over the years, I mean, we've we've actually gotten the opportunity to go back and play that Celtic festival. I don't know four or five course, times, yeah. um, along with a couple others. And uh, Irish music has just become sort of a staple like I don't know like a, a big element to our sound I feel like yeah. so we're like heck let's do like a five song EP of some of our favorites and uh, just, yeah have fun with it so <laughs> that's kind of that story I guess that's sweet no 
that's that's a really cool story i really enjoyed that album uh it's a really fun different kind of take on some of the irish classics that i've listened to for a long time and it's a really fun different look at them yeah it's cool nice so i am steeped in top house at this point i've listened to you guys <laughs> ever since that uh album came out i've listened to a lot of your guys music but for people who haven't ever listened to you guys what would be kind of the top five songs to introduce people to top house oh um, great question what, what a question i no, wonder if we'd all have the same top five <laughs> well i feel like just out of like popularity's sake we probably have to say siren just because it's it's sort of like the big song as of right now would you say the live version or the original version mm. I don't know. I like the live version better, personally. Yeah. The live version does capture a lot of the energy, and um, yeah, I don't know. They're both great. But... One of them. We'll let the listeners listen to both. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can listen to the non-live version, and then just come see us live. And uh... <laughs> see, there you go. Yeah, probably, probably Sirens would be, I mean, yeah, we pretty much have to throw that in there, I would say. I would definitely put, throw Where Are You in there. That was, mm-hmm. That's an old one, but it's just it's one of the I guess it's one of the songs that still rings truest whenever whenever we play it I still kind of feel that one a lot yeah it seems to be a favorite like yeah people no no one remembers like like sometimes people remember specific songs like I'll Find Out or Hope Quicksand from that original EP but the one that most people remember is Where Are You yeah, yeah. and then I would probably lump Company in there I don't know if you've huh. listened to Company yet but it's it's just sort of like a kind of upbeat and kind of raw and you know it, it just that that sort of vibe is it seems very the what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> esoteric. Very esoteric I don't know, I don't know, know what that, that like it seems to capture not mm-hmm. not I don't know I would say like I would agree with where are you for sure um, I would maybe put in like Vanity just cause it's kinda it's kinda a little different like, I don't know a, a little bit different style and sort of like I feel like it kinda captures like some of the the genre like bending that we try to do I mean it's not like that crazy but it's no it's but it's straight up like folk you know acoustic right, song right. Um, I mean I, I, I guess you know in the spirit of promoting the new single but also just because I think it really does capture our energy a lot Drive Back Home the new song we just released I feel like it's a pretty good take on like especially our live shows like we a lot of people are pretty surprised when they see us not maybe not surprised but they we get a lot of comments that we're like a lot more energetic and upbeat live than I guess they would have expected mm-hmm um, I, I feel like if you go through and you listen to a lot of the, the older or a little bit more deep cut you guys songs you find that energy but then some of your newer music is a little bit more low tempo that sort of thing uh, the new single excluded because the, the fiddle <laughs> work in that is just incredible like that it's it's I tried to play the fiddle for a while and I was not very good at it I'm working on getting back into it but I Gave that up for a hot minute. <laughs> um, but, yeah. yeah, the fiddle work on that is just blows my mind every time. Nice. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, well, if you guys want to, uh, if the viewers watching who just heard that all rambling, I will go through all that and make a Spotify playlist. Uh, nice. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah. how did all of you guys get into playing music? So when I was in elementary school, I remember the must have been middle or high school um, band and orchestra director types came to the elementary school and showcased some instruments and trying to get recruits essentially for the future. And I remember one of them played the clarinet and I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And so when my parents came to pick me up, I was like, dad, I want to play the clarinet. My dad was like, what? The clarinet? No, you want to play guitar. And I was like, oh, okay. I want to play guitar. <laughs> so then, <laughs> true story. So then we went to Walmart and spent, I don't know, probably like 40 bucks on a guitar. And then it sat in the corner of my room for like two years. Like pretty much never touched. Maybe a year. I don't know how long. And then one day, I was just sort of bored wandering around. And I remembered, oh, I have a guitar. And then I picked it up just started noodling and then one thing led to the other and now we have millions of fans worldwide <laughs> you know. but yeah that's how I got into guitar yeah um, man for me I remember being dragged unwillingly to piano lessons at like the age of six and uh, <laughs> forced into it uh, <laughs> and then I think yeah I took piano lessons from I don't know, for I guess 12 years, like classical. Um, actually, from the same piano teacher that Andy took piano lessons from. So we like grew up doing music together. Um, and I'd say I would owe, like, I don't know, 90% of my love for music to my to that piano teacher that I had. She was just like, absolutely phenomenal woman. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think I just remember it kind of like, you know, begrudgingly like practicing piano, not really loving it. And then probably when I was, I don't know, 13 or 14, something just kind of clicked where I was like, wow, I'm actually like not bad at this. Like, it's kind of fun to learn a song and like play it and be good at it. And uh, and I, I had also been playing guitar. I think I picked up a guitar when I was like seven to try to teach myself. So I had a friend who I thought was really cool who played guitar. <laughs> Um, so it kind of just went hand in hand and, uh, and then I don't know, it helped having uh, a lot of musical friends like William and I played in a lot of really crappy bands throughout high school together um, <laughs> and Andy actually played with him in all these bands and so it just kind of I don't know, it sort of became a natural like, like at some point, I think when I was 19 I switched majors from you know, geophysical engineering to business marketing because I was like, I can't just make music a hobby on the side. Like, I want to actually pursue it. So, um, it kind of became a big part of life. Yeah. And I don't want to interrupt you guys, but do you guys all do music full time? Is that you, all you guys' full time gig right now or no? Not, not right now. No, no. That is that's the goal. But uh, yeah, we're all cool. kind of side hustling. So, <laughs> fair enough. All right, sorry. Oh yeah. No. 
No, for, for me, um, the original, um, there's um, an old lady at like this little school I went to that ran the music department. And one day she's like, you can play the violin probably. And like, then I joined <laughs> like the orchestra because like she convinced my parents I should play the violin. So she put me down for it. And I, I like have a vivid memory of her like riding me on, riding me down on this like, you know, like piece of you know 90s spreadsheet paper and then you know i go in and i um played for three weeks with no rosin on the bow so i made oh. no noise and um <laughs> she didn't really even teach she played cello professionally but she didn't know really how to teach violin outside of her cello experience so i had terrible form everyone did but like at the same time she was trying you know she's trying to get people into music that was her entire goal and I really sucked for a while and the class slowly atrophied over the three years I was at an elementary school to the point where it was like me and just another viol like two or three violin players. And then, you know, junior high, I, I got, a, my, my parents were like, do you want to keep doing this? So I got a profession, uh, I got a, a private instructor that taught me on the side for a bit. I really didn't. I like kind of liked it, but not really until um, there's the song called Ashokan's Farewell. It's the song in um, Ken Burns' Civil War, um, super beautiful song. And I just like fell in love with it. And I decided I wanted to learn it with no music, kind of it was, it was dad's idea. And I failed drastically at this. Um, but then I got the sheet music and I, I was like, oh man, I was kind of close here, but I messed up here and I was kind of close here. And so I, I got really into this idea of like, maybe I can play music by ear instead of just reading the notes on the page that I found boring. And um, I started playing in like my church's worship group and there was um, this incredibly useful music where like there was guitar and piano playing it. And so there was like notes for the piano which I could read because I, you know, I was a classically trained violin player. But there were also chords, and I started to realize, like, okay, these chords match up with these notes, and, like, it started to, kind of over a few years, like, it all started to make sense to me, and I eventually joined a band um, with Joe that he mentioned, um, this terrible um, Christian um, rock band called Steadfast, <laughs> and it was highly dysfunctional. But at the time, it was like the best thing I'd ever done. I'm like, I get to do whatever I want, and I get to, I get to improvise, and it was a huge deal. And so then I was hooked, and I, I was in I, my classical career started becoming like more important to me. I, I went to district music festival. I eventually went to college. That's how I met Jesse. And yeah, so that that was, you know, but it was all because of that lady that barely even knew what she was doing. But even though she didn't really teach me correct form or anything, she still I, I owe her all of my all of my you know everything when it comes to violin. So that's you know. awesome. The way that you did her voice sounds like some old witch off an old movie. You can play the violin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's perfect. That's really inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, what I, I know you guys just put out a single, but I'm greedy and I love you guys' music. So what's <laughs> coming next from you guys? Well, we have a few other singles in the pipeline and all, all to culminate in an EP by the end of this year. By the end of the year? End of the year. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it'll, it'll be soon. But yeah. I think, yeah, the next single, I mean, honestly, I'm 
we'll probably have announced it by the time I don't know how long the turnaround for your podcast generally are, but we're probably going to announce it pretty soon. So it's, uh, it's called the Mountain Song, and uh, which is a super creative title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, we're pretty jacked about it. It's kind of like a kind of another fast paced ish. I don't know. It's song. got, it's got a the lot story of, of it. Tell the story of it, though. Man, it's got a lot of nuts. It's uh, it's a song that um, I so I was hiking a mountain with my then girlfriend and I had a ring in my pocket because I was going to propose to her at the top of this mountain and we were uh, climbing the mountain and I just like this just like melody and like lyric popped into my head of just like why do people climb mountains and I was just kind of like started just thinking about that like why do people climb mountains like is it just like like in the song, it's like, why do people climb mountains? Is it, is it just to reach the top and see the view? Or is there like, you know, more uh, in the journey, you know, just as much in the journey? So it's it pretty rad. Um, so then, yeah, I proposed and we're married now and uh, finished writing it. And it's just kind of a, it's a fun song. It's got a lot of ups and downs and yeah. <laughs> tempo changes <Yeah>. and <laughs> building mountains yeah. into the pretty cool waveforms. <laughs> so, that's the next song that's coming out that uh that will be out in, Joe's wife is very excited. Yeah. <laughs> in a few weeks, honestly, so we're pretty jacked about that. And then And there's a line in the song that says, I'm not lying, there are bluebirds in the air which I, I remember hearing saying, that's kind of cheesy, Joe. <laughs> and then he was like, no, I'm not lying. There were literally bluebirds in the air. <laughs> it was like, literally like, a bluebird. I was like, oh, okay. proposing on top of this like mountain above the tree line and there's a bluebird flying around. I was like, what the heck are you doing here, man? Like, <laughs> there are no trees. Like, why are you here? <laughs> Just wanted to make it look cool. Right, yeah. it really did. So it, that had to go into the song. Based so on a true story. People will roll their eyes at that line, but you know. It's true. So. <laughs> well, if not if they listen to this podcast, they'll know the real story. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. If you guys want to tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, so William's address is... Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring a cake. We'll Bring give a you a cake. No, Top House the Band pretty much all the places we've got facebook for anybody still using facebook but mostly instagram and tiktok just top house the band yeah and spotify, spotify iTunes, yeah, go listen whatever to you spotify. listen to music on you know we have a website where we just released some t-shirts and random oh stuff. yeah so if you're like and, uh, i love this new top house band but i wish my top half could also be covered in their garb then, <laughs> then please proceed to our website where you may now purchase <laughs> shirts and hats yeah yeah Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it.